Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. We have this powerhouse with us, Camille. I met her on Clubhouse over a year ago now, and she is just a trade of so many things that she can do and businesses that she's run, but now she's an online event coordinator. And that's not all she does, but I'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell a little bit about her journey and we'll dive right in. Yes, hi everyone. Thank you so much, Dr. Caroline, for having me. I, I love, love speaking with you. And yes, we met on Clubhouse, so seeing you in person again, seeing your face is always the best thing ever, but you guys, I'm Camille, and yes, I go by an online event coordinator or curator, however you want to call it, and I do have a podcast, and I do MC and speaking and all the things, but um, I know we're kind of here to hear a little bit about my story and my journey, because entrepreneurship and business owners go through so many ups and downs, and we go through so many different, you know, trials and phases, and failures and ups and good things. So um, I kind of want to tell my story to where I got today. And I this is not my first business. My first business was actually in the fitness industry. I am just a long time diehard gym person and um, yoga person. And for a long time, I you know went to school, did all the things I was supposed to do. I got accepted to my doctorate of physical therapy. And there was something missing there for me. I just didn't want to spend the next five years. And, you know, it was just not in alignment of going to school. And so I decided to start my own business. I was working at a gym in my master's degree, you know, paying school. That's how I was doing it. And so I decided to start my own personal training business. And it was amazing. I, I have to say in the very beginning, I was really nervous. I took a credit card. I was a, I was an out of college student. So I had like no money. I had like, I think I had $992 in my bank account. I had you know, a $250 credit limit. And I had to like try to up it so I could pay for the, the first rent of the gym, the first month's rent of gym. And that's what I did. And I took the $192 and got liability insurance and went for it. And it was super scary. Not saying that everyone's going to do that journey <laughs> like that. Um, but, you know, there was things that led up to it. Like I said, out of alignment, just not feeling, knowing what I wanted to do. And loving being and helping people with their health and wellness journey was a huge part of what I loved doing when I was going to school. So I was like, this is great. So started that for six months, I was booked out. I could not take on any more clients. I was working 4am till 10pm in the gym. It was crazy. It was such an amazing experience. I was, you know, I was thinking, wow, like I'm making really good money. I started hiring trainers underneath me. I started getting them clients, teaching them how to build their business. And I was go, I was go, go, go hustle mentality, you know, in the, in the flow. <laughs> and, um, you know, after about a year and a half, I started to feel that I, it hit me hard. Like, you know, like I said, four or 5 AM clients till 10 PM doing paperwork and finishing out clients. It was some days I would like not pee <laughs> for like six hours, not eat. I'm in the fitness industry. I'm not eating. I'm, you know, not taking care of myself, barely having time to work out myself. Um, and burnout. It really hit me hard. It's a real thing. I, some people call it weak. Some people, you know, whatever. It's a real thing. I, you know, by my two year mark, I didn't even want to wake up for my own business anymore, which was really hard, a hard thing to see because I was making really good money. 
everyone around me was like, wow, you're so good at what you do. I was teaching at expos of how to build your clientele in the fitness industry, all these different things at independent gyms. It looked amazing from the outside. The money was good. The look was good. I was speaking, I was teaching, but in the inside I was dying. <laughs> so um, it took me a little bit longer. It took me almost up to the four year mark to actually walk away from that business. And it was a really hard thing to think, I'm so good at this. I love this. How could I walk away from this? But it was definitely a mental health thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, at that point, I just, I was not me anymore. I was just not happy. I wasn't, I wasn't the person I could be for my clients. And that was really hard because I loved my clients, but I just felt like I wasn't even the best trainer they could have or the best owner that they could have. My trainers were not getting the best of me. Um, it was just, uh, like I said, a hard pill. And I, my mm -hmm. husband probably wasn't getting the best of me for sure. Um, <laughs> we weren't going anywhere. I was working weekends too. So like we weren't even, the successes that I was having weren't even being really used or put into yeah. the reason I did have made my own business in the first place is to have those freedoms. Mm -hmm. So 2019 was a crazy year. In the same month, I sold my business, got married, and went to my first women's conference <laughs> <laughs> within three weeks of each other. So oh. person again, I'm a very go, go, go type of person. But after going to that women's conference, I realized also something that I didn't know was happening to me when I was in my first business, that I was very alone. I didn't, I walked away from that business, not having any friends. Like, you know, I spoke at expos, I did so many different things and mm. I really had no friends. Like I really had no like entrepreneur. I didn't even really understand that I was an entrepreneur. I just figured I was mm. like, you know, a business owner. I had clients or whatever you want to call it. Like I had, you know, these, these people, but I didn't really understand I was an entrepreneur. And so mm -hmm. with that, I, you know, when I went to this women's conference, seeing all of these female entrepreneurs, like mm -hmm. you know, congratulating each other and getting to know each other and just like loving on each other, not even really knowing each other or some of them barely meeting from online situations. I was just so baffled by it. Like I was like, wow, like there's a community, like there's an actual mm -hmm. community. And that changed everything for me. Like I just, I dove headfirst into like the coaching world and meeting new people and building my network and all of these different things. Sorry, puppies here. <laughs> no, I love it. We all have um, to say hi. <laughs> um, and you know, I just, I, I, I loved it. Like I, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that this world existed and it was such mm -hmm. a, a personal switch for myself. Like I just, I changed my mentality completely and not that you don't have to hustle or you don't have to work hard or all of those things as a business owner, but I realized that I didn't have to do it alone. And there was such a beautiful mm -hmm. network out there like yourself mm -hmm. that I've met in this whole situation. So I guess, um, <laughs> and it, it was just, it was amazing. It was empowering. And so, yeah, I dove into that world and and over the time I, you know, I was doing interviews all the time. I loved speaking with other powerhouse women like yourself. And I started to do my podcast and I started to, you know, dive into coaching them and all of these different things. And, and I realized how much I loved the actual event space of this, like actually yeah. when these women come together. So I started doing my own summits online, especially during the COVID time. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't go to these summits. And so I started doing it myself and they were amazing. I've done three so far, planning my fourth one. They have just been life-changing for me and I'm not even an yeah. attendee. Like they just... <laughs> They really just touch my soul and my heart every time I see people walk away from them, just the transformations that they have. And I, through this whole journey, I've done a lot of personal development, worked with a lot of people, 
you know, from Reiki to breath work to, you know, spiritual people. And I've just, and I've surrounded myself with a lot of those people mm -hmm. that I have just a different perspective of how to run a business. And so yes. now, even though there's still always ups and downs and still things that hit me hard and days that can be really difficult, I feel I handle it and I deal with it so much better. And if I need to take a personal health day, I do, you know, if I need yeah. to step away and go walk my dog or do it, you saw the big boy, he needs his walks. Like, you know, those kind of things, like there's such a different perspective of what I think business is. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just, that's my long, <laughs> long, long story um, of how I kind of got to where I am. But, you know, there was, there's a lot of different pieces that are in there that I went through, but I think that the, the most important part is like the understanding of the, the yeah. There's so many different ways to run a business, but that doesn't, there's not always the right way and you have to find your way. And that is where I'm at. And I'm at a very happy place in that, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> and that's wonderful to hear that you are at a great place because I do think when it comes to burnout, what you were talking about, like there's this hustle culture and we've talked about it. I've talked about it on here as well because burnout is something that I experienced as well being a therapist. And even like when I first started my business like four years ago, over four years ago now, but that experience of feeling like you have to keep going or you don't even realize you're in it sometimes. So I want to start with that. But when you started to experience those 4 a.m. to like 10 p.m., not going to the bathroom, not eating, like I, I can resonate with that so much <laughs> and I'm sure other people can. But what was like that like for you? What were some of the symptoms that you were experiencing of like burnout? So people might be able to kind of recognize that in themselves. Yeah. So I definitely want to say like just this random, like I, I'm all, as you guys can tell, I'm a very energetic person yeah. and that is back now. But there was this like these like I, these days where I was having like major fluctuations of fatigue. Like I was like, you know, I'd get up for my 4am client or 5am client. And then by midday, I was just like done. Like my whole like self like again I thought I was just something was wrong maybe you know like hormonally or whatever but mm -hmm. and maybe that was too but like I think it was a mental thing like me just not wanting to be there me just like mm -hmm. over the situation and I and that was definitely something that I didn't really realize I thought maybe yeah yeah I've been having long days so of course I'm tired but I didn't mm -hmm. I think again it was more mental than it was just physical and so mm -hmm. that was something to watch out for and again like the the not really like having the excitement that I had mm. when I first started that business. Like the first year it was so exciting, even though I didn't have any clients the first three months and I had to build my clientele and I didn't even know how I was really going to get them. Cause like, I literally, like I said, I jumped into it. Um, I was so excited every day, every day, like getting up at 4am was like, yeah, they're like, yeah. I get to go run my business. Let's see if I got any new client consultation. Let me see if I got any, you know, I was so excited and mm -hmm. it got to this point that I was like, I'd get a new consultation and it'd be like, okay, yeah, cool. All right. They'll come in. I'll sign them. It'll be easy. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't, it, it was almost like I became very robotic and it wasn't mm. this love and passion that I had for what I had originally started and this beautiful thing yeah. that I had started. So those were definitely things that I started to notice. The fatigue was really hard too. Like I just started to like, like I said, I was just tired all the time. And again, yes, I was working a lot. So you would say, yeah, you're going to be tired, but it was mm -hmm. almost like for everyday things that I shouldn't have even been tired for. Like even days mm -hmm. that I wouldn't, I'd wake up on the weekend and i you know, get to sleep in a little more and still be just like exhausted. <laughs> like like mm -hmm. as if like I just couldn't get back to the energy that I know that I have. And again, that's when yeah. I realized 
I wasn't giving that to my clients and I wasn't giving it to the people that were paying me, you know, and that to me was really like the hard part too. So yeah, those were some things I noticed. No, and those are definitely huge things because I don't think you can physically see it, like physically tangibly say, hey, this is what it is because it is so mental sometimes and you don't realize that. And like the energy levels too, like checking in with yourself because like the excitement, like you're saying too, of like being able to wake up, not knowing if you had clients or not in the beginning, those first three months you said, but I'm curious with getting your clients, like what was that experience those first three months of like figuring things out because it's like exciting, maybe overwhelming. I don't want to put feelings into your mouth. but <laughs> yeah. No, and exactly that, you know, scary at the same yeah. time. Like it was, you know, like I said, I didn't really know. <laughs> I get a little crazily. I jumped into yeah. it and mm-hmm. not really knowing like, okay, how am I going to, you know, build my clientele? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, luckily it was in a local area near where mm-hmm. – my husband and I had just bought a home. So we knew the area and I knew the, 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 some people. So I was like, okay, like I'll reach out to people that I kind of know initially. But when I started like posting on social media and getting myself out there and I would get DMS and like people from like local areas, it was, yeah, it was like soup. It was obviously super exciting and, and nerve wracking, you know, I would have to have them come in for a consultation It's an in-person, you know, training business. So I would, you know, wait all day for that consultation to come in and then, you know, I started to, to get my flow with that and just mm. feel like I knew what I wanted. And that was the other thing I noticed with the, the burnout side of it is that mm-hmm. when they would come in, I would be so excited to tell them the plan that I had for them in order yeah. for them to, you know, mm-hmm. hit their successful goals. And I'm not the type of person I was a different type. Like I didn't believe in like lose 10 pounds and leave. Like I was very about like, let's the long journey of their health. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that was, like, I would like lay out their plan for them and I would know, you know, and, and like after yeah. a while, I was just kind of like, again, in this robotic thing after mm-hmm. like that, but in the beginning, oh my gosh, yes. I was every consultation. It was like, <laughs> you know, every DM you're like, yes. <laughs> it's like that one next one, that next one. But I do appreciate you saying too, it's like that build up, right? Like being able to network. And that's, I mean, what's led you today of where you're at as well, but being able to post on social media, get your name out there, get your word out there because they believe word of mouth is so powerful, especially being in that community and like having like that home there too, I'm sure helped a little bit of like, okay, I can talk to my neighbors or people. But I think people are sometimes scared when they first start their business to like talk about their business. There's like a reel that's like, talk about your business. People know you have business. So I think that's really important to remember, too, because I think sometimes people are like, oh, people might judge me or say something or whatever it is, because I've heard different stories from different people. But that's why I just wanted to highlight that, because I think it's important to remember to put yourself out there and do the work in the beginning. It's hard. It's scary. But it's also like you're doing something you're so passionate about as well. Yeah. And definitely if that is something you're fearing and you're listening to this right now or watching this right now is. I want to say that you're only hurting the people around you. You don't understand how many people that when I did reach out to them or like even just like old friends or people that knew me and they found out I was doing this, they were so excited. I had some girl from high school see my post and like be like, oh my God, like I've been needing this. Like I love what you do with your clients, like like the long journey, the health journey, the what you're doing. She actually hired me to come to her office and do like a whole challenge with all her employees. And like, it was, I didn't realize how many people needed the Mm -hmm. way that I taught 
you know, health and wellness and fitness. And, and again, we're all different and we all have our own way of doing it. And so don't be afraid to offer that because you never know who you're not helping by doing that, by holding back because you're scared. And yes, I know it can be scary, but you just, you're hurting other people in all honesty. Like, yes, they're going to pay you for it, but in the end you're trying to help them. So it's, it's, a it's, you're really just like holding them back from getting what they actually want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sharing your gifts with the world. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> no, and I mean, that's a huge part too of just health and wellness is so important to me as well. The mind-body connection. That's what this channel is all about as well. But really how that impacts you, what mentally and physically, if that's not aligned, you're not going to be able to show up for your business. And so now I kind of want to fast forward with your business as well. Once you did sell your business and let go of that, what was that transition period like for you moving into the next venture? And again, <laughs> very scary. Um, sorry, my dog is going crazy. Um, uh, yeah, very scary. Uh, another, you know, big leap that I was taking. Um, obviously, this time I had a little bit more of a cushion because of my first business and I wasn't going into it, you know, call outside college student with no money. But um, <laughs> it was still scary because I it was very unknown for me. I mm-hmm. I had had it, like I said, I had been listening, the, the event that I went to was a podcast. I had been listening to the person that ran that event, the very first mm-hmm. event that I went to. And so I had been listening to that podcast, you know, uh, constantly um, as I was still working at the gym and doing all those things. And I would be on the Stairmaster early in the morning and listening. And just like, this was a world that I just knew I wanted to be a part of, but I didn't really know what it was. So mm-hmm. there was definitely a lot of fear, but Again, a lot of excitement because I felt that I was leaning into my purpose. And I don't think I said this in the beginning, but while I was running this this first business, um, I like I said, I, was, I had trainers and people and I was speaking at different independent gyms and doing all these different things and teaching people. I loved that aspect of mentoring. People. Like I realized I started to love that more than actually training my clients. I was loving the idea of showing someone else how to build their clientele, whether it was on social Mm -hmm. media, whether it was going out there and networking, showing up at events, going to expos, whatever it was, and helping them do that, that I started to realize how much I loved that. So there Mm -hmm. was this coaching, mentoring aspect that I knew I wanted to do, but really didn't know what that meant. And honestly, I didn't even know there was so many different variations of a coach or a mentor. (laughs) I always just thought like Tony Robbins, mentor, you know? (laughs) That's it. like, Like that's kind of the only like, reference I had. So it was definitely very scary, but super excited just because I knew that there was something there that I was like, I love doing this. Now I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. And I think that this is the best way. Mm-hmm. And how did you figure out what you're going to do? Because I think that's like also the key element of like, okay, well, what do I do? I have these, all these ideas, but how do I put them together? Right. So I hired a coach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Step one. And like I said, I surrounded after that event, So a big thing I see a lot of people, and this is the reason I do what I do now, um, and and I do events and I curate and help people do events and help them understand how to actually create their event to have that journey for their their clients Mm -hmm. and the people that attendees that come is after that event, I realized I was on this high, right? And I was Mm -hmm. so excited, learned all these things, all these amazing speakers, all these amazing people that I admired that I had always watched and listened to. Um, And I walked away and I was like, okay, what's next though? How do I implement this? Right. That's kind Mm -hmm. of the big thing is like, okay, cool. You come from these events and these things and you meet all these people. The moment after that, I, I, I saw someone and she was like talking about how, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what. And I was like, okay, so that's 
that's what I want to help people do. Like, why aren't you read? Like, yeah, I got all these Instagrams. Cool. We all followed each other, but are we all connecting with each other? Are we actually building that community, that network? And so I started to realize that was like the loophole that was mm -hmm. kind of missing from after an event. So like a big thing for me and my events is I make all of my attendees follow each other and then connect with five people. And then also I have these tangibles that they take so that they can actually like use and network and then I do co-working sessions for them afterwards so that they can mm. actually take what they've learned so that was something that I noticed was missing and so I was like I want that community this is the reason that I'm realizing like I was missing something maybe in my first business and I didn't mm -hmm. have that community I wasn't building it because I thought I got this hustle go 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 I'm making lots of money cool but I was alone and yeah. so that was something that I had to like I noticed a loophole and then yes I did <laughs> I did hire a coach and, um, and that helped me a lot. Like they helped me organize these thoughts that I had of like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is mm -hmm. how I want to do it. This is what the result I want to give people, but how, how do I put that in order? So I do have to admit someone else kind of guided me through that. And like I said, I also was doing a lot of personal development stuff. I, I am high energy. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes that can, take me out of sorts and I can't put my thoughts together. I have all these amazing ideas, but I can't put it together. So I started, you know, doing some breath work and working. Now my business partner, who I have a second business with, she does Reiki. So she would do sessions mm -hmm. with me. And so these things kind of helped me. So a lot of personal development was involved yeah. in that as well, because although I love that I am high energy, I love that I am loud. I love that that's <laughs> part of who I am in order yeah. to sometimes, you know, get into certain areas of who you are and what you need to do, you might have to just switch that a little bit. And that's what helped me. And then a coach also helped me kind of to my thoughts. And I understand that the money wise, it might be hard. I came out of a business that I was able to afford a coach. So mm -hmm. that was something I understand that's not always easy for me having a network though around me, like people that we're different than me. It's kind of funny because most of the people around me are introverts. <laughs> like my best friend is like the most introverted person you'll ever meet. She's super quiet. She's like a yoga Reiki master. Like my business partner is a Reiki master. She's, you know, like very different than who I am. Like they're mm -hmm. very calm. They go with intuition. I'm a very head logical kind of person. So I surrounded myself with people like that. I started to do that. And that was really important for me. And I think a huge part of why I was able to find and figure out what I wanted to do is because they were helping me tap into things that I didn't know how to tap into. And I'm sure I was doing, and I was doing the same. I bet my best friend tells me that all the time is that she's not able to get out there and build her business because she doesn't like that. And I mm -hmm. helped her do that. So the surrounding, if you don't have the money is surrounding yourself with people that can help you tap into the things that you might not naturally tap into. You're exactly right. And I do, when you look at it from a perspective of like balancing each other out, especially with business partners or just your community, because we don't have all the answers. And that's what I'm like hearing from you. You have all this energy, you have all these amazing ideas, you're able to implement them, but there's other pieces that need to come together to make it all work. Because like entrepreneurship is a lonely journey, but if you surround yourself with people, you create that community, even if they're not a business partner, but just being able to, hey, can I run something by you? Or like, what do you think of this? And like, just being able to have that network is enormous for growth and personal development too. Like, I'm glad you touched on that as well because it really is about that growth. If you stay stagnant, your business is gonna stay stagnant. And from what you've experienced, just how much you've grown over the years and being able to sell a business. Now you have two successful businesses and being able to do that, I think that takes a lot of 
logic, yes, but also being able to follow your intuition, knowing what idea you want to run with as well. Because sometimes we get like shiny object syndrome where we're like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. <laughs> and it's hard. I mean, it's hard yeah. to sometimes get that focus. And like, that is the reason I yeah. always tell people to surround themselves with like, not that you can't surround yourself with other people that are energetic, but just yeah. trying to tap into things that you're not used to tapping into and you're trying to grow, you should, like I said, I, most of my friends, I, and I didn't even realize it until like maybe a year ago, I was like, oh, wow. Like so many of my friends are very <laughs> opposite of me, very different, very like I'm again, very headstrong and they were completely opposite. And I was like, this is kind of funny. Like this is, and, and it's because I was we were able to grow together, our businesses, yeah. our lives, our, our, our futures, like we were growing mm -hmm. together. And that's the reason it made it so easy because we were so opposite, like even yeah. hiring. When I hire VAs, I don't hire people that are, you know, and I'm not saying again, it's not meant for someone else, but right. I don't hire people that are like, they, when I have an interview with them, they're very go, 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 because I, I need someone that's going to listen to all my go, 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 and be able to take that and slow it down and put it in a, you know, some sort of format or organized situation for me. And I'm very organized, but yeah. I, I need that from someone. I need someone mm -hmm. that is a little less <laughs> me and a little more of the opposite of me. And I, and I do that even with my hiring because I need that around me. And so it's just a, a, something that I think that if you surround yourself with that, it's going to it's going to help in different variations too. It's always yeah. great to tap into things you never knew <laughs> or learned before. That's very true. And too, like um, another great point you brought up when you're hiring, right? When you are growing your business, you're expanding. It's really important. And I would love for you to kind of talk a little bit more about that. Not just even like personality types, because I mean, we deal with a lot of different personalities, especially like I'm sure with the events that you host and everything else on the back end. But what is that process like for you? Like when you were starting to expand like even starting with your first business and now, like yeah, just so, hiring. Yeah, I mean, obviously my first business, you will, even now, it, it's, you want an extension of you, of course, in some way. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, you're not gonna, I would say though, don't feel like you, if you keep holding on to the idea that they have to be exactly like you or think of your the company exactly like you, you're probably gonna have a really hard time delegating and being able to take that step. I know that was the hard part for me was, you know, people would come in and I just didn't feel like they had the passion that I had or the thought processes behind my business that I had. And I, and I thought that was a bad thing. Like, and I, I started to realize I wanted people that understood it in a different way and could bring a different perspective to my business. Again, I am a very, I have lots of ideas. I am a, someone that really wants to like put those ideas to paper and sometimes I can't. So I need someone that can sit back and do that. So mm -hmm. I think we get stuck in this idea that we want someone that's like, not that we don't want them to be care about our business, of course, yeah. <laughs> we want that. But you also want people that are going to do it in, in, in a way that can to expand and show different perspectives of your business. I think that that was really huge for me. And I got mm -hmm. a lot more ideas from people and seeing their like perspective and their ideas was like, oh, wow, I didn't think of it in that way. And I like that. And sometimes mm -hmm. you need that. Sometimes you need that. And then sometimes you need that one person that's just like you and you, you got, you know, they're, they're going with you. And then yeah. you have these other people that kind of support it in a different way. So I know it can be hard because you don't want to let go of the, you know, this is your business. You've grown it. It's so hard. Like I had a, I went through like 10, 15, like trainers before I even hired the first one. Like yeah, I probably had some good people, but it was hard. It was hard for me to yeah. be like, 
I don't think she cares about it the way that I do. And that was difficult for me. But then I started to mm -hmm. realize like, they aren't me. They're yeah. extensions of me and they're going to take what I teach them and put it into their own ways. And that's what I wanted for them. That's what I, yeah. I'm, I'm here to show you what's worked for me. And I want you to take that and recreate it into the, your own form of that. And so they might not train the exact way I did wanted, or they might not take the information and put it out the exact way, but that's not what they're meant to do. And so <laughs> that's, that's where you kind of have to learn to like balance that and let it go a little bit. And that's, yeah, it took me a while, <laughs> but I got there. And look at you now though, too, like all the coaching and mentoring you've done. That's like where it kind of, I mean, sure it started before that, but like it really took form once you started really doing more personal development, going to these networking events, conferences, other things in that nature. And I'm curious now working in the summit world and all these amazing events that you're putting on, what has that been like building that community? Because I know you said before when you left the um, health and fitness industry, it was kind of that lonely feeling. And now you've built such a network for yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it just feels amazing like mm -hmm. I, I know that obviously we just had this like clubhouse reunion the other day and it was kind of this like surreal moment of like a bunch mm -hmm. of people that I've connected with that I've actually never met in person and some of them I've never even seen on camera but I felt so connected with them and I felt like I was oh my god all my friends that I had connected with and so I think mm -hmm. there's there there's just so many ways again my business partner she's in Australia she doesn't live oh, here. Wow. in California you guys in the United States she lives in Australia we've met Very once and that was at that very first conference that I went to because I connected with her <laughs> afterwards. Again, go make that connection. Um, yes. But, you know, we started a business about a year and a half ago. It's been amazing. And we've done it all virtually. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are, like, very scared of this world. But building that community has been, again, such a different change for me. I coming out of it and just realizing I had so many people to lean on and 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 to show other people that that is a possibility in these summits and these events is like like it is such a it's hard it's priceless like it's like a speech I'm speechless with it and if I'm speechless it's, <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing you know like yeah someone that's struggling and and I'm feeling like they're alone in that situation and I know we've all been there if you're an entrepreneur you're a business owner you're thinking about it you're like well I don't have I I haven't gotten a single client and it's been six months been there it's happened to me yeah. you guys it's not it's not been pretty all the time but yeah. having someone <laughs> yeah having someone next to me saying yeah that happened to me a year ago and look at where I am now kind of thing not in a bad way in a good way yes. of being like Oh shit. Okay, she can sorry. I never think I'm gonna okay. um, oh, oh man, like wow, she did it. Like, you know, it's it's possible. Mm -hmm. And like that was that was um that was huge. I needed that. Yeah. I needed that around me. Like I in my first business going through that burnout phase, mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know I was burning out, you guys. I had no idea what that was. It took mm -hmm. me after the fact of being like, I just can't do this anymore and going through all my personal development and talking to other people like Dr. Caroline and telling me, hey, like, yeah, I've been there. I get it. I'm like, oh my God, I was going through burnout. Like I was literally killing myself in a way. And like, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that because I didn't have other people. So this building those communities is so huge because you don't know, even if you only speak to that person once every couple months, you don't know that impact that they're making on you. And I always say that that is going to be the game changer, that that impact you make on someone else or what they make on you is what's going to take you to the next level. 
Exactly. Even the impact that you're making with the events. And I really love the structure of how you have like the blueprint of your events where it's not just you go to the event, you attend it and that's it. But like having that follow through and the implementation is so key to actually building community and keeping that community where like what you said, you might not talk for a few months like that's happened to me a lot. But having such a powerful network of such powerful people that really you connect with on so many different levels, even if you don't talk every day but having an event being able to follow through after of having tangible tools and then being able to connect i love the idea of like connecting with those five women i think like five other people at the event you said that right yeah and like connect and not just like hey what's up like go set something go set a live with them go set whatever is the best way for you to help each other go do it now like that is what i make them do (laughs) no and that is powerful that's like a tool that is so easily missed sometimes where these are amazing events being put on all over the world. But if you don't have those follow through steps, I think that's what sets you apart from so many other people out there. And I think that's important to remember too. It is about continuing those relationships and building. And that's what a relationship is. It's not like you meet once and then you're done. (laughs) That's not a relationship. (laughs) So many times I've been heard, like people have come to me and like, well, I, I don't need other people. Like I, Mm. I'm, I'm able to do this myself and I will, you will hear this all over the place. This is a very simple thing that you'll hear. Network equals net worth, you guys. So if this is a business strategy or a thought process, you need to switch in order to understand, like there are no people that are at the top (laughs) that don't have a team, a group, a friend group, a a mastermind Mm -hmm. group that is around them all the time that has led them to where they are at. I don't care who it is, who you look up to, they didn't do it by themselves. Okay. It, it was, mm-hmm. and when, it, when I say community too, that could be the coach you hire. Yeah. That person is now part of your community. That is the person mm-hmm. that's now going to mentor you to become the better person. The VA that you hire to do your graphics. That is part of your community. Now that is the person mm-hmm. that is going to help you put out and show to the world who you are. So these, the community is a, a big thing. So you need to make sure you're nurturing all of those relationships. And, and it's going, that is the way that these people get to the top. Okay. They don't sit there and not have these people around them and they take it very seriously. This is, this is who is going to help them up level. So if you have to see it in more of a business strategy way, which was something I had to do, cause I'm like, I don't need people, right? Like I can do this. I'm a business owner. Like I got this, but I didn't realize what the importance of those, each of those people in my life meant especially if you've never built a business before and that was your first business and you were learning all of those tools and all the things as you were going. But I love that. I always say that too. It's your network is your network, like and vice versa, because it's true. It really is about the community you surround yourself with. And it's not like you said, it could be just one other person that's now a part of your community. It's not this massive group. And sometimes it's the smaller it is. Sometimes you're able to have those deeper relationships versus if it's large. But I mean, it could go either way. But it's really how you foster that. And that's what I think going back to your events and everything that you're putting on that's really fostering that community to make it a very tight knit community that's going to help them each other grow because like you said in the beginning too it's about empowering one another lifting each other up and that's what like i'm all about too because i think it's so important to do that because it is about those connections that you make and being able to highlight other women in particular that's what this is about right now but like 
being able to showcase all the different things that people could do and giving them ideas for their own business or enhancing their business. And I think your journey is just so influential and it's going to inspire people too of what they can accomplish and just I so appreciate you sharing everything um I could ask you five million more questions I know I'm like we could probably talk for hours <laughs> but I want to respect your time so we're gonna go right into the rapid fire questions if you're ready yeah let's do it <laughs> okay um so the first question is who is your hero so I have to say my mom. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. We had a very broken relationship growing up and I mm. didn't realize why. And my mom came from another country, worked her butt off. Now mm. is pretty much living her life back in Belize where she was born. And I, mm. you know, I look at her now and I see all of what she had done. She had me very young and I like, I like, it's, it's just so amazing. Like I didn't understand it when I was younger. It was her being away, her not there, all that kind of thing. Very like, I didn't understand her. And now as a, obviously a business owner and a woman, you know, in business and working my, you know, butt off to, to do what I'm doing. I just realized all of what she has done. And I, I just, she, I just, she's an amazing woman. <laughs> and I, I just, I'm just very honored to have her as a mom. She sounds like an incredible woman and it makes sense where you come from. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> um, what motivates you to work hard, but like more so work smarter? Yeah, so uh, I think my first business did that to me now, <laughs> obviously. Um, but I think in the past, I didn't realize what I was capable of. I didn't understand, you know, I didn't, I wasn't very confident. Uh, to many people that didn't know me, but I was very introverted when I was young. Like I didn't speak to people. My mom had to force me to talk to people. Like mm. I was very uncomfortable with who I was and in my own skin. And to be able to see and be confident. And I love public speaking. Like I love getting on stage. It's like a crazy concept for most people. And like, I love it. And so, you know, there's the fact that I know I have these abilities and I didn't believe in those before is a huge reason of why I work so hard. And of course, then my husband and my fur baby are another <laughs> massive reason that I do and work and keep going and wanting to, you know, be an equal partner or more for my family. Mm. Those are some of the reasons. <laughs> Just some of them. <laughs> like trying to sum them up as fast as possible. I know we have a lot of rapid questions. <laughs> we do. We do. We'll get through them. <laughs> um, so if you were a superhero, what power or powers would you have? Okay, so I'm a total nerd with this, but I don't know if you guys know like X-Men and Rogue. She was able to like have a piece of everyone's power. It would suck that she couldn't touch people, but she could touch someone and obtain their power. So I'd want to be able to do that <laughs> I would want to be able to touch someone else and I would have their power too <laughs> so, oh, awesome yeah, so it's the accumulation was, power was that she had she her power was to be able to obtain everyone else's power by just touching them so. oh wow that's intense <laughs> I've never heard that one so I really like that <laughs> I know I'm a total superhero nerd though so I no embrace it them, but that was like growing up always what I wanted like everyone's like fly this that I'm like no, because I could fly if I just touched this other person. So That's yeah. smart. Look at that. <laughs> Super creative. Now we know. <laughs> uh, so if you could share a meal with four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Lucille Ball. <laughs> She's like, uh, you guys, if you don't know, Lucy and Ricky, oh my God. Okay. Um, I'm like, that's okay. Um, Lucille Ball, for sure. She's an amazing, she was amazing. She was hilarious. She lived her life very fun. And she was also an amazing business owner. If any people didn't know that. Um, I would say Michelle 
Obama and yeah, just the Obama. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I would just them two for sure. And I would say um, Princess Diana probably mm-hmm. as another passed away person because I just, all of that she always did for the people was beautiful. So <laughs> that would be a very intelligent conversation, yeah. like very powerful. <laughs> yeah, two dead and two alive. I, I, I split it. <laughs> I, I like that. I like the synchronicity of that (laughs) couldn't think of the word um that would definitely be a really good meal i think too there a couple people have said michelle obama and i feel like she is just so powerful like the obamas in general but and then also lucille ball like strong like she just and you even though she wasn't the forefront of things you just get this like strength from her and i think that that illuminates to people and so many women look up to her even though i don't feel like a lot of them know that much about her she just illuminates this power and the strength that uh you can just tell from a strong woman so it's pretty amazing yes all three of them are very strong women have you seen the new lucille ball um documentary i have not and so many people have told me about it i i heard it's hilarious and amazing and i have to watch it <laughs> i know it's still on my list i've been talking about it for like I two months now. Into it yet. <laughs> not enough time in the day <laughs> um so what is the most daring thing that you've ever done um, my gosh, <laughs> I would have to say, <laughs> uh, maybe one of the most daring things I've ever done is literally, you know, like I said, get accepted to my doctor at a physical therapy and decide that that is not the plan I want. And everyone around me being like, what the F are you thinking? <laughs> um, I know it's a simple like dare, but it, to me, it was a big, big shift in my life for sure. <laughs> it, it is huge because especially once you get accepted you're just like okay well this is the path this is what society suspect or yeah, like expects this is what from I was me expected to do go to college do all the things and I did it but it was like uh <laughs> I don't think I want to do this and that was definitely <laughs> like you know family wasn't very happy a lot of people were like very confused but did it <laughs> and I mean I think I just want to highlight that really quick because I mean like I did like what society ex- expected I can't say that today <laughs> um but being able to go against that and doing what you felt was best for you I think that's really really significant because a lot of people will just do what they're expected to do versus going against that and doing what they like trust within themselves and I just want to really commend you for doing that because look where it led you yeah, I want to add to that too. I don't regret getting my degrees. Like I do not, yeah. I, I, a lot of people say, well, you don't use them really. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a certain thing that goes along with like college that you you instill as a person, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I was a college athlete. So being able mm-hmm. to balance those two things and, and stay on the Dean's list and do all these things as well as being an athlete taught me a lot you know like it probably is why I'm organized and structured and being able to do a lot of things in the business that I do and in business that I do so I want to say that like although it's not really the path that I ended up going I'm not I don't regret I don't feel like I wasted you know people say they wasted their time I don't feel like I wasted my time I'm glad that I got my degree I'm glad I went to college glad I had that experience do I technically maybe use my actual degree no but you know I'm glad I did it so I think that every uh, everything that you go through in your life teaches you something. And I learned a lot from that that time frame in my life. Absolutely. No, and I definitely agree with that because I do think being a co- former college athlete myself too, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we relate so much. Yeah. What did you play? I was a cheerleader, <laughs> competitive oh, okay. cheerleader. Awesome. <laughs> but like I... Anyways, learning something about you while I'm on You know, here. you know, sometimes I 
put in there a little but I think too it's just balancing all of those things and it does give you just a little bit more um, education or anything along those lines there's no right or wrong path and that's what I think like what I'm hearing from you as well like I don't regret going and getting my doctorate and not being a therapist anymore but I do think like it does give you just those life experiences that you wouldn't have had before or you meet certain people that you might have never met before but I think like I think it's really important to remember too, just like following what you think is right for you at the end of the day because yeah. everyone's going to have an opinion of what you should do <laughs> yeah but, exactly and I think that yes I didn't follow the exact route but there was some, there was there was a reason I did it and yeah. and, and and I went as far as I needed into my life and then you know I made that switch so yeah <laughs> so yeah yes. I definitely agree with you well, that is very daring. I know, <laughs> so thank I you for sharing with us <laughs> that. Um, so what is the phone app that you use the most? Oof, probably. You know what? It used to be Instagram. I now run a lot of events. So my teams are done through like Slack and um, mm. like Slack is probably one of the bigger ones that I use now, but it used to be Instagram. I was not that I was on it. I would, that was like my main hub of where I would get clientele and do things clubhouse for a little while, but <laughs> you know, that was more short lived than Instagram has been in my. Very true. <laughs> the long term. <laughs> what is the last book that you've read? So I'm actually currently reading the 10x rule by mm. Grant Cardone. Um, mm -hmm. I was recommended it, so I'm in the middle of that one. Um, but I had reread The Alchemist prior to that, which if you guys have not read The Alchemist, read then Four Agreements, read those books, please. Um, but The Alchemist was I reread that. I have read it before, but it was just like one of those things that I was like, I haven't read this in a while. I'm going to read it. But currently, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. Awesome. Yes. No, I definitely agree with you. Those two books, like reread them multiple times, The Four Agreements and The Alchemist. Absolutely. I just read The Alchemist a few months ago again for like the fourth time. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I've, I, when I say reread, it's probably like the third or fourth time, maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> it's a small book. It's a small read. So yeah. read it if you guys are like trying to get into reading. <laughs> and it's also on YouTube too. So you can like listen to it if you don't yeah. have time to read it. I need, I'm a book person. I need to like turn pages, but I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. I used to be. <laughs> Um, so if you were to have a movie about your life thus far, who would play you? Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I read this one, and I was like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> who would play me? Well, my husband would say I look like Reese Witherspoon, so she would, but I don't think that I, I live that lifestyle. She's too, uh, <laughs> um, gosh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not a huge actor, actor actress person. Like, I don't really know a lot of people, even though I watch movies. So, um, but if I had to, like, I'd be like Wolf of Wall Street. Can I be cool? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, anything <laughs> can go. <laughs> I'm not even choosing a woman. Yeah, that one we're going to have to pass on. I don't know. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um. So what is your favorite family recipe? Maybe that one you make together or traditional or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Well, my mom never cooked, um, but uh, my dad would make um, like a, a shrimp scampi and I love to make mm. that or he makes this lasagna. Oh my goodness. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I would say the, and it's funny because it's my dad who makes those things. So yeah, <laughs> those are the like two that we like to make. Um, he brings it to a lot of our family events. They sound delicious. Um, so if you had to describe yourself as an animal personality style, who would, what kind of animal would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, 
I'm definitely a cheetah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out there, I'm fast, but when I need to like hide and be like in my own element, I'm really good at that too. So I think like, I'm a go, go, go. I'm, ha- I'm you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, definitely I'd say a cheetah. It's like <laughs> that recharge. Say that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right now, I'm trying to give myself some love today because I feel kind of grungy. <laughs> Well, self-love is very important. Um, <laughs> so if you your day is just not going the way you want it to, what is something that instantly makes it better? Oh, gosh, my fur baby. <laughs> That's number one. Um, yeah, instantly. That would, for sure, instantly makes it feel I don't even think there's anything else. I see his face and he cuddles. The morning I wake, uh, in the morning I let him out. The moment I get back into bed, he get, jumps in bed and lays like right here on me and I'm just happy. I'm a happy camper. You can't beat that. <laughs> I know you can't they're just I like mean, they I do like something five pounds it's not small when he lays on me but it's there so, yeah. they pull at the heartstrings yes absolutely Always. so if you have a day off what is your favorite way to spend it like what does that look like for you I would say the beach a hundred percent um I the beach will always make me happy. I got married at the beach. I'm at the beach. I go travel to any beach all the time. Um, yeah, the beach is, it's the easy, I know it's like the normal answer everyone gives, but I, I could like have a bad day and just drive to the beach and it just like gives this instant, like just sit and listen to the waves and I'm okay. (laughs) Like it's an instant relief. I love that. I think it's really important too, to find what soothes your soul. Yeah. to the core and my final question for these is what is something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry um you don't have to do it alone it is, <laughs> entrepreneurship is not meant to be done alone you guys all the entrepreneurs you see that are at a high level they did it with a community and network around them. You do not have to do this alone. And it is not saturated. That's the other thing. It is not saturated. It is a good place to be. We all can become wealthy. We can all become self-successful if that's what you're worried about. But there's such an abundance in this like world of entrepreneurship and an abundance for everyone to find their place. So yeah, I would say that too. Yes, I love that answer because I do think it really is, again, goes back to community, just really being able to build that community. Um, So my final question for you before I let you go is where can people find you? We'll link it below, but if you could let us know. Yeah, I'd say Instagram is always the best place. I have my calendar link if you want to book a 30-minute call. Um, If you're interested in maybe doing a first event or a first summit, I help with people that are new to it, to people that are doing it. Maybe your online summits haven't been really going the way you want and you need that assistance. Or maybe you just need that back-end help on those summits that are doing well, but now they're growing and now you need that. So yeah, I would say those are the things. The Instagram is like the easiest place for me and you can also book your 30-minute call there. Perfect. Well, Camille, thank you so much for coming on today, sharing your journey and being so transparent of your experience, because I do think it's so important to really understand the journey of entrepreneurship, because not a lot of people understand, <laughs> unless you've been in it. Yeah, <laughs> but I appreciate it. And it's, it's, you guys, we could say as much as we want, but you, like I said, once until you experience it, you're not going to really know. And but find people that have been there, have done that and, and go through it with them. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you again. I so appreciate you and your time. And I'm sure everyone's going to love just hearing from you. And make sure to follow Camille. Everything will be linked below, like I mentioned. Um, And make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. What was the biggest takeaway from Camille's story that you got and her journey? And yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me.
hang. I love being here. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you on the next video.